something good. You don't need good. to know how to write a joke that's... to do comedy. I mean, knowing the structure of a joke is important, but you can fit a joke anywhere. You can structure a joke really any way. But yeah, there's a little bit of premise and then a punch. You know, you have to work harder to keep your audience engaged and stuff like that. But you have the freedom to do whatever the fuck you want. So that's great, you know. Farted on Clubhouse. <laughs> it was like the first time he's ever let anyone hurt him fart. And everyone was like clapping for him. And it was like epic, you know. Welcome to Amigos PC. If you were looking for a podcast with high standards and an appreciation for the finer things in life, like water polo, ballet, equestrian riding, cricket, and trips to the countryside, uh, you're in the wrong place. If you're looking for a podcast that celebrates drinking, random thoughts, wacky conspiracies, memes, crypto, cinema, and a lot of other things that don't really make any sense, then you're in the right place. This is Amigos PC, and here are your hosts, Scott and Mark. Hey, you. Yeah, you. You're hearing this for a reason. You haven't subscribed to the Amigos membership on Supercash yet. Uh, for as little as $5, you can get access to our feed with no ads and exclusive membership discounts and merch. Jump up to our $30 tier and get everything plus direct access to us via our Discord channel, Live Amigo AMAs, quarterly giveaways, and crypto merch. For a dollar a day or less, you can support an Amigo out. Amigos, back at it again. Today we have a special guest, Lexis Charday. Did I do that right? With yeah, okay. yeah, that was great. Sure. Probably ask that every single time for some reason. I don't, I don't even know why I do that anymore. And that's the second time I actually asked you since I asked you off mic. Uh, but if you could just introduce yourself and, and tell us a little bit about you, local comedian here in Phoenix. Super hilarious with two podcasts that she has going on. And if you could just give us some insight on those. Um, yeah, I like to fart. So I talk about that a lot on one of my podcasts. And then my other podcasts, I give a lot of not so good, some good advice to comedians that are looking to better themselves. It's called Life Coaching Comedians. What gave you the, the idea for life coaching comedians it was not like the whole concept of it did not start like the idea didn't start like that like when I was wanting to do a podcast I knew I wanted it to be about comedy like and then also something that would be helpful towards people during the time I had been thinking about doing a podcast, I've been wanting to do a podcast ever since podcasts were a thing. Uh, I did radio when I was younger in college, and I got in trouble with the FCC so and gotta, got like kicked, tell us some of that kicked out of radio wow. because maybe, of just maybe dumb stuff. Lawsuits so are still pending. But you like, got to tell us something that happened there. <laughs> it's 
Yeah, it's 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 all based off having a photo shoot like at the radio station. I got in trouble for having like more than two people, and they were like, "It's an FCC regulation." I'm like, how is that an FCC regulation? Whatever. They were probably just blowing smoke up my ass. But <laughs> so I knew I wanted to do this this podcast. I knew I wanted it to be about comedy. I knew I wanted it to be like helpful towards people and I was just brainstorming with a friend of mine and we were like coming up with like names that would work and he had said something like comedy clinic or like comedy hospital and then I just kind of got on this like tangent of like different things that represent health and helping people then I thought like life coach I'm like oh life coaching comedians and just kind of hit and I was like oh my god that's such an awesome idea and I just kind of went with it. Well, we, we had a short bus on not that long ago, another local uh, comedian here in mm-hmm. Phoenix. And our I think our entire episode, for the most part, was about comedians and mental health. And, it, and his yeah. vocal point was is that that's not touched on enough in comedy or uh, in, like, just society in general. Like, it, uh, comedians are going through a lot of stuff, hence the reason why they're telling jokes on stage, uh, trying to find an outlet. Mm-hmm. Is that one of the things you were trying to address with that podcast then? Yeah, definitely. I've had my own mental health journey. I struggled with depression for many years and then that and then it turned into this combination of depression and and anxiety. And when I started I guess working on myself, so I started doing comedy in LA. And when I lived in LA, I wasn't really like working on bettering myself besides like my like physical body, you know. And I hated the comedy scene in LA. I thought everybody was a dick. Everybody was just out for themselves. And I had very few comedy friends that I could actually call friends. And then yeah. when I started doing comedy again in Phoenix, it was kind of a different point in my life where I started kind of working on myself more like spiritually, mentally. And I started to notice just kind of like the different attitudes and I started to recognize like you know those poor behaviors that we see in the comedy scene like where it was coming from like I wasn't really taking it personal anymore I was like oh okay that that comes from you know this person's insecure because their daddy said they're never enough or this person always feels like they were never the pretty girl or they weren't talented enough or whatever and I started recognizing where it was coming from then I realized like we all have fucking problems you know we all have we're we're all insecure we're all anxious we're all judging ourselves and then the more that I got into like studying like I it was when I was studying Buddhism just kind of reading into that I noticed like where anxiety and depression come from and anxiety and depression anxiety comes from anticipating the future like you're just like too worried about what's about to happen you're preparing for what's about to happen and then depression is always comes from when you're reflecting on the past like a bad decision that you made or something bad that happened to you and as a comedian you're constantly living in the past and the future right like you're you're like worried about your set and you're studying it and you're trying to get the timing right you're wondering who's going to show up like how many minutes you're going to get you're in the present you have an amazing time you know the laughter just like completely like elevates you then you're done and then you're like depressed because you listen to your your film or the audio on the way home and you're like oh man the laughter wasn't as loud as I thought it was or I didn't land that joke the way that I wanted to and oh even though it felt good like I still got a lot of work to do right it's like you're constantly judging yourself instead of just doing the art which is like speaking freely you know yeah yeah I get it so 
you were doing this in radio and then you gravitated to the podcast also what what are the similarities and then how much more do you like that it's the wild wild west versus being controlled by the fcc (laughs) um i mean I, i think there's definitely like pros and cons because like with radio you're looking at like long form entertainment you know radio is on 24 7 so there's a program that you stick to and there's always something going on so it's more like productive there's a schedule that you're following when you're doing a podcast you know it's like (laughs) you're providing what like yeah well not that it's just Mm -hmm. all over the place but it's like you're only really creating content for like what an hour a day unless you're doing a content like you know content every day so it's a lot different you know you have to work harder to keep your audience engaged and stuff like that and but you have the freedom to do whatever the fuck you want so that's great you know yeah i know i mean essentially that's what we do with our show and and now here we mm-hmm. are yeah pushing through another barrier of growth on the on the show show's aspect and yeah you're trying to juggle you're trying to do, you got to do everything similar to like a comic right you got to engage with your yeah. audience you got to keep Be consistent you know, with them and stuff. tell them where Promote you are yourself. all the time and what you're doing and yeah and i have mm-hmm. whatever in the podcast world uh, for sure consistency is hard man like yeah it is yeah there are times yeah and i feel like i've been applauded on being consistent and that makes me feel good but like like just recently like i have a lot of like big life changes that are happening right now and it's like all right do do i keep going with all of this do i take a break do i have a hiatus and every time you take a hiatus sometimes it feels like it hurts you more than like it grows and then sometimes it's the opposite where you feel like oh everyone was anticipating for you to come back and with my life coaching comedians that one i was doing like in seasons because i was doing like it was almost like a video production too but then after covid i've been doing the live streaming like this and it's like so much easier and so i've just gotten kind of like lazy and just i've kept doing it and you know still great content but it doesn't i mean at the end of the day though like i i don't like the videos aren't getting that many views it gets more audio streams than anything so it's like even though i love this art and i love practicing my editing like this like no one's really watching it so it's it's hit or miss for some reason like with with listens and in the podcast world obviously with everybody doing a nine to five or they're working from home now you know it's it's like they're listening to the radio all the time yeah it is with views you know that that is it's super hit or miss we had a lead guitarist from the animals on that not that long ago but actually before we went to to do this remotely like this Mm -hmm. and does he have pants on that thing blew up on you like it he has no pants on of course not this is a zoom yeah we did have pants yeah do you guys have pants on but the animal guy wasn't he was wearing like one of those yeah, I'm not wearing pants you know, either. Throw yeah. Thingies <laughs> that you just wrap around yourself. Can't think of it. like a yoga, not like a yoga thing. Yeah. Like a whole, there we go. Is that what it is? <laughs> I don't know. Like I don't know. Passion. But yeah, that's what it was. A shawl. Yeah. A shawl. Yeah. Yeah, a shawl. Well, yeah, he's into Hinduism too. <laughs> I don't like, know what he was rocking. <laughs> Sorry, it's, I rudely interrupted because up. I wanted to know if you guys had pants on. Oh, okay. All yeah, right. This is this is the actual work. He, My, he uh, wants us to stand up just to show. <laughs> it be a blurred, yeah, blurred little area. It'll be like a Rick and Morty. I'm in a blurred big area. Up and it's just blurred. 
Yeah. <laughs> average, yeah, an average. <laughs> an average blur. It's average, average. It's, you know, in the middle somewhere, somewhere around. <laughs> but yeah, no, we were just talking about. So you you got to talk about your first uh, comedy event. Yeah. We talked about hers. She she did hers at Flappers ten years ago. That's yeah, first... tell tell us about oh, yours. Coming up, coming tell up. Tell us about oh, wow. your. You said Josh. It was at the. Uh, yeah, it was at the Quail, and it was a good maybe minute before. Uh, I didn't really have anything too much prepared, and as I got nervous, it was like so you did like a minute and just like kind of walked off. And you're in a room full of yeah, those are yeah, my favorite. If that, those are my like, favorite. I don't, I don't even like know I if love I did it because it... were you really drunk? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I yeah. didn't have anything written down. I had a couple jokes like on my phone that are not really written, like they're not formulated in any which way, and. Um, I, I don't know. I just have it like stuck in my head that I don't know how to write a joke, and until someone shows me, like I just can't like formulate it Ooh, enough to like really make it like, it. You know, it again. You know, you should do is 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 get the get the sharpie yeah. on the hand, right? <laughs> and just write just random stuff, right? Random stuff, and then just get up there and just like totally melt and like don't know what you're doing, and just just wipe it all over your face. Then it's gonna have like you know like you like you're confused. So you want me to do Basically. some type of Chris Farley, and then go into your jokes, <laughs> like you like you lost it, and then roll with something. You don't even good. know how to write but a joke that's... to do comedy. I mean, knowing the structure of a joke is important, but you can fit a joke anywhere. You can structure a joke really any way. But yeah, there's you know a little bit of premise and then a punch. Read. A, have you read Judy's Comedy Bible? That's a great, great book. No, I haven't. I'm Mark, actually still read. reading does it, it myself. On, does it come on tape? Never, well, it's like an exercise it book. It's like a, it's like a study yeah. book. Okay. Well, wait. Well, hold, on, hold on, hold on. I don't know if you've seen our. No, yeah. not like. Yeah, look at, I mean, yeah. there has. It's not... like you know when you're learning a new language. It's like a Spanish book, but for for comedians. Oh, is there one in English? Oh no! Is there an English version? Thing on the, yeah, it's, an, Spanish. it's oh. in English. Yeah, it's, it's in English. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Once and it doesn't. <laughs> Just the comedy bible. But it's called Judy's Comedy Bible. But yeah, it's something that I've actually been challenging myself to finish myself because it's something that all comedians can learn from. I know some people that have actually taught comedy classes based off her book, but it teaches you how to structure a joke and all that stuff. And like, I remember like the very beginning, I hated it because it was like, ugh, like I know this is the right way to write a joke, but I don't like writing jokes like this. I have some jokes where I write like that, but that's just not how I write jokes. Everyone has their own style, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I'm I'm just one of those people like someone needs just to show me how comedy. to do it first just and watch, then watch a bunch I'll of stand up and make well, notes about what you yeah. like about each Very comedian true. and then roll with that and make it yourself add your own swag on it you know don't steal their jokes but <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna say it. I'm like wait a minute oh, Mark is gonna I was steal gonna those. actually yeah. take notes record steal them and see how long yeah. you can go <laughs> so people find out. I don't, I don't want to. I don't want. I don't want to pull. A, a, I mean, that's one thing that's been that's really encouraged me is 
like I was I, I had gotten into the Burbank Comedy Festival I didn't do the physical one I didn't actually go to LA but I did the virtual but I was like preparing so I was watching like a ton of comedy just trying to inspire some new ideas and maybe different things I can do different and um, Sebastian Maniscalco Maniscalco yeah Maniscalco yeah I I don't know why I didn't know who he was until like earlier this year, and yeah, he's kind of yeah he's pretty yeah good name. but he's been around Dude. for a long time and yeah. I mean I'm pretty sure I've seen him in like other things but I was just like I like what and so I'm watching him and he is he's an Italian comedian and he is very physical like he has these act outs and he makes faces and he does voices and I do that kind of stuff all the time at home when I'm with my friends when I've been and when I had too many edibles and it's like why I'm like that all the time why am I not like that on stage you know and so I've been trying to get more comfortable and focus on actually doing an act out and doing something physical on stage. And I've been doing that more. And I've actually had some of my comedian friends like, hey, that was an awesome act out or whatever. And it's like, there's so many elements to comedy. Some people can just stand there and talk shit and tell jokes. And then some people, they like do full on improv on stage, you know, act out whole scenes and everything. Yeah. So do you have, I don't want to say a favorite, but do you have like a, a someone that you enjoy a lot in watching? I think Scott may have yeah. actually no, already asked, question. asked this already. I mean. You stole it from me. That's on my list. <laughs> I'm messing with <laughs> My all-time favorite is Dave Chappelle. And, you know, I know a lot mm. of people would say that. Yeah. But I've also, yeah, I mean, I've been, I've been a fan sure. of him can't since discredit like. Like before half baked, you know. Like I've always loved Dave Chappelle, so it's been really cool to watch him grow. And Mark Twain, like that's crazy. I think that's where I discovered him too. Unless he did a stand up before that, like maybe an HBO thing. Let's watch some of those. Mm -hmm. Well, didn't he used to do like Def Jam? Maybe I I saw him on Def Jam. Appearance, not actual. Yeah, I grew up on Def Jam. Yeah. Oh, you didn't. But yeah, now Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle is awesome for sure. We need more. We need more Dave mm-hmm. Chappelle's. Honestly, I I feel like give, Michael Che is like the shit. next Dave Chappelle. Is he the one that just got in trouble? He's always Recently? in trouble. For... Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. he is like a Dave Chappelle then. So it is good. Because was he the one that said something about the mm-hmm. Simone Biles yeah. thing? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. There was. Yeah, he was. He said something funny. Yeah somewhat about her like he he like doesn't even keep stuff up on his instagram like he'll keep posts up for like nothing over 24 hours like he'll post something and it's usually like text and it'll be up and everyone and and it gets all flooded and i'm like i want to get like that where i've actually already started posting less on instagram like i already think i'm like i could be like michael (laughs) jay But you know, because people take everything out of proportion on social media, it's crazy. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's like, what if I do? What if I have what a change of heart and decide I want to be I, a I, principal at a school or something? Not that I ever would, but or you know, or like someone's like, oh, you should run for office, and all of a sudden everyone's cheering me on to go run for office, and then everyone pulls up like all my old shit from when I was a hood rat. Well, before you before you throw your before you throw your name in the hat, there, you have your scrub team. Yeah. That cleans all your crap. Well, why does it matter? You know, like, 
Well, I know, but that's the world we're in, unfortunately. It's like, and like, yeah, I, I get, I really get tripped up on the whole, like, on the whole sexual assault and rape stuff because, like, I've been sexually assaulted, I've been raped, but I also believe that people can change, you know? People can change, and I just, it just bothers me that, like, this whole cancel cancel culture thing, it actually bothers me. Mm. Like, there are times where I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, cancel that motherfucker, you know? Yeah. But that's yeah. Or for the, those, but that's for the people that are like in denial, not wanting to change. Like cancel R. Kelly all day, every day. Like that dude's not doing anything to better himself, and he's in yeah. denial, you know. But like yeah. Enzi Zanzari, for example, like he like he talked about the whole incident, you know, in the beginning of his special. Like he came out with his next special, saying like, hey, like there was a thing that happened, and you know and it talks about you know like made a statement and it felt genuine it's like okay let that guy keep doing his thing he's funny he recognized he made a mistake and he's moving on it's like with kobe bryant you know i didn't i didn't think his thing was that bad as far and as Zazari thing the, yeah no it one. wasn't yeah, it was kid, like i mean it was like a, it was like a date that yeah went it was bad, like a date that went bad but it did get blown up <laughs> out of proportion for a little while i mean to the yeah, point where you're gonna address canceled. it on your special i mean come on you know yeah it's crazy yeah but yeah yeah well that's cancel uh-huh. culture for you right like it, it it the reason it blew up is because somebody wanted to get famous yeah. off of taking all those internet down. trolls mm-hmm. uh, at some Social point justice folks i had someone gave me a cancel cultural to... threat on instagram last week Ooh, how'd that go <laughs> so stupid <laughs> Stop talking you, about your you farts. It's disgusting. If you don't stop, I'll make you. Like, oh, you're gonna make me? I'm making you. How are they gonna I make you? What, what gonna stops make, farts? What they... Is there like a medicine that stops <laughs> farts? One. There's gotta be a medicine that stops yeah, farts. Right? Yeah, there's Bino. Well, Bino, Bino, right? That, sponsors, that's man. I don't, I don't know how I get yeah. it. I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, get some. Well, I think Gino would be the wrong approach, but, wouldn't it? Yeah, like your but show's the thing about is, it's not... Ass. You play both yeah. sides of that ball. Some people, you play both sides of that I talk ball. to people that you are need, fart friendly, and I talk to people that are fart yeah. shy, you know? Yeah. You, you get both mm-hmm. endorsements. We know some people. We'll, we'll get you connected. This podcast you know. has been brought to like, you by Taco costumes. Bell. <laughs> oh, there you go. Did you? Did you? <laughs> Another sponsor. Yeah, I think you're Bino, gonna do more than fart with Taco Bell. After you eat the Taco Bell. <laughs> did you guys hear that Taco Bell is trying to get you to send in your empty packets of sauce to recycle what? them? What? Yeah. So they to, can give them back to the, the empty store. ones that you oh, use, made right? Enough. You you bag them up. They give you a, a label, and then you send them back to Taco Bell's headquarters or wherever that is, a headquarters, you know, place. Because that the packets are not, you know, biodegradable, so they're trying to oh, recycle for Taco Bell. them. Oh wow! Cool. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's pretty nuts. Who, who's going to do that? My daughter probably Fun will. Fact. You think people are going to do and that? And they're going to give you a free taco when you when send you it have in. When time to look up to like probably three. Not. I mean, maybe enough. It's like a punch card yeah. system. Like, you, like how many tons <laughs> of packets of sauce? Those are the only things I eat there. Don't tell anyone. Me too. Yeah, nothing else. I didn't have Taco Bell for like five years, and then I I went and got a cheesy gordita crunch. How do you? How do you? And then how do you still fart? What do you mean? What I'm saying is, I just like a few months ago, I had Taco Bell for the first time in like five years, and it was like crack. Crap or crack? 
Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, both. Both. <laughs> it tastes. Yeah, I, yeah, I get it. <laughs> I have a big old bucket full of uh, all the packets I that I have not used yet what? since high school. So I'm wondering if no, they don't take, take those the, back. They don't take the vintage well, you ones. you know, every time expired. you would go to Taco Bell, you ask for a handful yeah, of no, hot sauce. Yeah, don't take the vintage ones. That's probably like melting in the earth. Wait. Just empty all of them. Oh. Hot sauce doesn't expire, Well, I mean, does it? it's pretty much just acid in a packet. So I'm surprised it hasn't. I'm surprised it hasn't deteriorated. It probably gets stronger, like wine. Yeah, probably. Melted. Dude, you should have like, you yeah, should just should like drink all fridge. those packets and see how high you get off of hot sauce. But... Oh, he, be like he loves that experience. stuff. He loves getting. He loves getting high off the, yeah. the sauce, literally. I, I was. We did. Uh, I'm a well, sissy. I don't do Scott, stuff. but uh, my one of our old co-hosts. Yeah, we did the death nut challenge. Like that. We did the and, death nut challenge. Uh, I got super high off of that. <laughs> the death nut challenge. <laughs> oh, I don't you know. From Minnesota. Yes, nut. Okay. Oh yeah, Get close enough. Sorry, where you're from. <laughs> yeah, they both my have a lot of my smell. neighbor mm-hmm. was from making oh. a murderer. Your neighbor's a murderer. And Mark was the other. Uh, he was the other. Uh, no, he's he's oh, from making a murderer. He starred in it. <laughs> really, it was so good. It got kind of boring. <laughs> you watch it all. I got to the part where they're like figuring out like the blood splattered patterns in the trailer and stuff and then i like all right so episode five kind of stopped watching if it. you if you go back a couple episodes <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't know that well but no it, it's good Everybody. sort of but yeah it was kind of boring <laughs> yeah clearly well, I'm definitely a i watched, I watched that one in, to, like, yeah. murder in the other season <laughs> That's like the new norm now. It's it's yeah, you're falling asleep to uh, um, true crime uh, podcasts and then yeah. like and horror then movies on TV. Murder people, you know, like yeah, the pandemic is, is. Do you do you guys think that stuff affects your dreams? Oh yeah. Like or like makes you sleep less like shittier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I bet you it does. Like watching crazy when shit. When I watch like that. really scary stuff, I scare myself for like the next, like at least that night. When I was younger, I would scare yeah, myself never for watched, like three. You never watched The Ring before oh bed. Oh my god, that was when the scared me. I watched me. The Ring. That was when the scared me. I watched up. The Ring when I was in high school, and I was staying at my grandparents' house for like a week in the summer, and so I'm already in a house yeah. that I'm not used to sleeping in. You know, and there was yep. a TV. In and they the have room. a well. They <laughs> yeah, have a well. There's a well in the backyard. There's a TV in my bedroom. I would every time, like, I would not turn and face the TV at night. Oh yeah, no. Never. And then I was like flipping the channels, and the static came on, and I shit I myself. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I couldn't watch why, that movie that more than once. Or what? Like, I can't even tell me why. What was I, I know, it, It's movie. just creepy. I think it's, it's a like, documentary. It's not honestly. even like it's, it's, it's an eight. It's creepy. been remade. What was the other one? Not the Ring, but it, the the Grudge. That one. Oh yeah, that was kind of that was kind of. It, it came out around oh, the same yeah. time. That was it Asian, came out around the same time. Like yeah, I, me and my best friend Asian in high school ring. went to go see that, and then we were driving back to her house, and we had stopped at Taco Bell. 
on the way yeah, back the plugs were and about. we're ordering we're waiting <laughs> for the person about. to come on the intercom to order the food just came from the movie theater and this is what they do they go Wah. and my best oh. friend was like you're sick you're sick you asshole <laughs> why would you do that wow. and then we were because we were this was like our senior year in high school and i think her parents were out of town so we were like in her new house in the hill in the oregon hills like spooked out of our minds like sleeping by ourselves in our house it was scary yeah no thanks do you have a movie a scary movie from when you were a kid that you're like you know what i just yes and i refuse to watch the remake Ooh. I honestly don't even remember much about the movie. I just remember one scene that was just so terrifying, and it's the movie It. Oh. Oh. Okay. I thought oh, you were going to see the new one. Really, I never saw the first Candyman one. Candyman is really scary, but I definitely want to see the new one. The main actor in that movie is a friend of mine back from college, so I'm like super stoked that he's. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, really so cool. I'm super oh, stoked wow. To see that. I have to see that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you have to watch it now. I mean, it's someone you know yeah. that's actually in it. Mine, I'm going to say what mine is. Mine growing up, it's going to be stupid. But it was it was Night of the Living Dead, like the second one. Like not the first old school one looking one, like the black and white one. But there was like another one they made, or maybe it was like the one they made in color. Mm-hmm. Either way. But I saw it when I was like nine or yeah. ten which bad parenting right and and we were in texas in the woods where my grandpa lived at the time so i watched it and then just thinking that those damn zombies were going to come through you know through the woods into the house it just all felt connected but yeah i can watch that shit now but still that was like my that was my normandy (laughs) at the time yeah my normandy Mine was, mine was Hellraiser. I still to this day like I can't watch that movie. Like, yeah, even now like I I can when I see Pinhead, I still have thoughts of watching that the first movie as a kid, and I'm like, I can't watch. Like, they were good back then. I bet you. Have you tried watching it now? Really good because now I'm still kind of. Because I'm sure that doesn't hold no, up. No, I haven't. Because I, I refuse. I won't. Because like Freddy Krueger, like yeah, that used to be like a scary way too. But watching, watching that one. He's 30 years old now. <laughs> See? Oh. And we had a Freddy Krueger doll, yeah, it, like that we used to bring out, and he was like, no, he like so scared. Um, when he was 30, no, I mean, that? like when we we're growing, <laughs> that'd be <laughs> hilarious. Still would. No, it's gonna get me. I know when we. When we were kids, we had basements. Minnesota, where I grew that's up, cool. And we, yeah, we would be playing in the basement. You know, me and my cousins and my dad decided mm. it would be a good idea to get a good oh, guy doll. No. And so he would scare the living Chucky. shit out of us with him all the time. Right, right around the corner of the stairs. <laughs> hey, guys, want to play? He's the original. My dad also has a lisp and he's gay, so I don't know how that's He's the original elf on the shelf. You know, 
but for oh, Halloween. Oh, shit. Yeah. Right? Like, you just move him around. Yeah. He's in a different place. Yeah. We just found the elf on the shelf. I saw this meme the other day. It made should... me laugh so hard. It's like, you've like, heard I'm of the elf on the shelf, right? But have you heard of the Glock on the crock? And <laughs> it was a Glock just sitting on a crock. <laughs> <laughs> No, like the croc shoes. <laughs> the crocodile. <laughs> Both are dangerous. Both are dangerous. Yeah, you better be afraid of that. Right. They're, when they're in sports Think mode. about that. We should sell that, guys. Let's get into business. And we should make little, like, elf on the shelves, but little Chucky dolls. We got to get their approval. And have them where you sell them for yeah. Halloween. And it's Chucky, like Chucky on the, on the wall. Just make the dolls kind of right? look or, like Chucky. you put them throughout the house where he hides and kids wake up and oh shit he's over here <laughs> you see all those you know those, those moms who make those memes where they're you know oh the, the elf is you know getting in the toilet paper again <laughs> i always hated dolls like i had barbie dolls but like the the baby dolls and like the american girl oh. dolls all i hated those dolls even my mm-hmm. daughter doesn't like dolls one of my friends got her a doll and she was terrified of it she just like was like thank you and like put it in her closet <laughs> They're, yeah, they're creepy. creepy. They're too real looking. And the eyes when they don't really, or they follow you yeah. kind of thing, or they flop like they're. No thanks. I thought I was doing a solid as a dad when my young, my oldest was younger, and I was basically giving her like transformer <laughs> toys and it, yeah. you know all all boy toys for the most part. And then my mom fucked it up one year and gave her a Barbie, <laughs> and it just went. All downhill from there. Hate it. So she no Hate longer it. wanted to play softball. I had Barbies in the girls. Oh, that's cool. Did you have them uh, go to prom mm-hmm. and stuff or what? Yeah. G.I. Joe would pick oh, Barbie man, like up in his military. POW camp. Nice. That's a good G.I. Joe. <laughs> he courted yeah. her. I'm he only in town nicely. for a couple nights. Let's go to the hotel. G.I. Joe shipping off later. Here to... <laughs> Let's get this done. It's yeah. a good story. I know. It was great. What? So, tell us more about the the fart podcast. Like, how how many episodes can you do? Yeah, that is a flash? good question. You know that that question comes up a lot, and it's not like. It's not like the whole oh, wow. episode okay. is us about talking about farts. Um, we get on other topics too, but it's like the idea, the reason why I came up with this podcast is it was supposed to be more of like a social experiment. And it, and it, it, it is in a way, like I like to talk to every person. Everyone is unique. Everyone has a different experience and ask what their life was like growing up as a child, what they were taught or what they know about farts everyone's different you know some people like they were not like there's this one kid it wasn't even on my show but it was like on clubhouse i had this fart room on clubhouse and this kid from like south korea gets on and he's like i've never farted publicly and i've always wanted to and you know, my parents always said it, it was gross and like they didn't even want to hear it if you were in the bathroom. And I was like, not a lot, like it was just not allowed. It was like, not okay. And he 
farted on Clubhouse. <laughs> it was like the first time he's ever let anyone hurt him fart. And everyone was so How magical supportive. Was and everyone was like clapping for him. And it was like epic, you know? I'm just curious. How, like, can you... What was the sound like? Like because maybe it's like the first. It was like a hidden, like hidden in the in the brush kind of thing. Like I wonder it how it was very like that, it was like a been. classic like trumpet kind of fart, you know. And okay. it was like loud. It was like a good like it was loud and it was oh, like so he, a he good. Was... It wasn't like super long, but it was like it was like I'm yeah, here. He was... I'm a fart. You yeah, hear I'm... me? You know. And I'm yeah. proud. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Did you ask him, or are, are you aware? Is there any laws that prohibit farting in public? Because you know, other countries, you never yeah, know. Yeah, right? it used they have to crazy be, laws. and it might be still in a couple states. One of my listeners brought uh, brought me this book, bought me a book, and it's by the Fire Brothers, and they like made they collected all this information about farts, and so sometimes I'll take stuff from that book and use it as content. But um, like back in the Roman days, it was like illegal to fart; it was actually a crime, and wow. then they eventually like let up on that. But yeah, like you could not; it was like illegal to fart in public. Science caught up. Science. What? That makes a lot of sense. If you look at some of these Roman pictures that were painted, like everybody was yeah. loaded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're all holding their farts in. That are they, yeah. yeah. What I find hilarious about your experiment on Clubhouse is so you basically had people, more than one person did this, right? Just that, that one was something that you remembered. But more than one person did this. So you had people on a social media outlet farting on their phones that essentially they also put back up by their mouth and face and ear. Like you, you, you probably gave probably. a bunch of people. Feedback. I need to find a way to like record. On oh, you know, another so thing. I can record some of those conversations. Advertiser idea, like goggles mm-hmm. for your show. Have goggles that people can have. Oh yeah. So when they do that, then it's like your own branded goggles. Well, do you have? Do you um, have like a mixer right now? I'm using pod? like this mini mixer. It's like the Zoom P4. And I know I can plug my phone into it. Okay. Yeah, because I, I was just going to say that that's probably one way that you do it. I know uh, Steve Olsher, he's like a big podcast guy on, on uh, Clubhouse. Like, that's how yeah, he does. Yeah, there's a B-T-A-2 thing. So I have to get, like, the right cord for it. But I haven't done the Clubhouse room for a while. But, um, yeah, it's fun. Like, usually I'll just – it's – I don't know. It's also different. Like, whenever I go on Clubhouse now, it's, like, hard to, like, find those, like, smaller rooms because I always try to find a room that only had, like, five people in it so I could actually have a conversation with people. And then I um, – when I was doing my fart rooms, I would just, like, make something stupid. And, like, I titled it, like, Do You Believe in Fart After Fart or something like that. And I just was hanging out in there by myself and people started coming in. <laughs> Just like, hey, have you farted today? Like, <laughs> one time I got the room up to like thirty people, you know. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We should yeah. we should do a room together yeah. and, and try, try to do that. I, I haven't been on Clubhouse. Yeah, I had to stop getting on there because it was like sure. getting uh, into my usually sleep. when I go on there. Just... <laughs> Did you stay on too long? Yeah. Well, I, I, I don't know if it was just the rooms that I picked and, like, connected with, but it ended up being just, like, 
podcast guru after <laughs> yeah. podcast guru or Dane Cook. And or a dating a dating app, which I don't even know how that, that got associated with everything else that I was looking at. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> Scott logs once into our month. social yeah, once a month. Yeah, and some people take it That's super me. serious and they like moderate a room like every week. I'm like, I would not have patience for that because sometimes it just feels like you're like on a conference call for work. You know, it's exactly. Like, this isn't even fun. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I started liking it a lot because, you know, I'd start to hear things that, you know, basically get mm-hmm. ideas of what other podcasters are doing. And while I was, you know, just walking around the house or doing stuff, you know, just regularly, I guess, whatever. It, it was noise in the background yeah. that I could listen to and pick up tips and tricks here and there. Uh, and then mm-hmm. I got addicted for a little bit, started joining some rooms. I got to talk with Dean Cook for a little bit in one of his rooms. And then I was like, oh, my God. Uh, and then I realized, okay, yeah. yeah, this is way too time consuming. Yeah, I especially when you're like, trying, I mean, I've talked to some, I've been able to talk to some pretty cool people through Clubhouse, and it's like, wow, like it's a very powerful app, very powerful. But the amount of time that I had to spend yeah, to like yeah. get in the position to talk to those people was like crazy. Yeah. Except for when they had to fart. No, on that's my. awesome. That's too funny. That I'm that had to be I'm I'm actually kind of upset that I missed that because that would have been an awesome opportunity to just yeah. witness, yeah. especially someone that like is a closet literally, farter literally that's and, the only and, place like, he can fart in his whole house. Go. He can't go in the bathroom. He had a literally closet yeah, fart or like go outside or yeah. something. And then you know I've talked Sad. to I'll talk to people about their relationship and their relationships if they fart you know around their significant yeah, other. You see a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> you know it's just it's fun it's it's very interesting They're to see and I've had I've had a couple of chicks who were like I you know they had great attitudes about it but they're like yeah i'm one i'm one of those girls that says i don't fart or poop and like i'm not even gonna admit that right now you know like <laughs> that they don't do either yeah, of those at all I, like i i know girls that are like that we had wow. girls like that on the show i've had i've done a bonus episode where does it all go <laughs> right no, yeah where does it all go where does it go wait a minute i have, a, <laughs> I have tons of questions here the math's yeah. not enough so it's fun. I really enjoy it. I think it, it takes the <laughs> pill that you put in the toilet and makes it go away, but she swallows oh, it. Oh, okay. That makes yeah. sense. I have like a weird relationship when mean? it comes to that. Like with poop or farts? Like you know, with with your mm. yeah, with your girlfriend or your wife or things like that. Like for me, like I'm okay with it, but Don't also like yeah. Not yeah. Not all the time. Maybe I. I don't know. It's 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 difficult to to describe exactly like where I am. I mean, I think if you're respectful, parts, but, you know, like um, I've had. Like I talked to actually one of my friends about this, and they said that you know they made an agreement that they weren't gonna fart in front of one another because it like makes they feel like it takes away their sex appeal. So mm, you know, okay. all right. Okay. Maybe their relationship yeah. is more physical than emotional. I'm who am I to judge? You know, but like with me and my boyfriend like he like we own up to it but we're also respectful like if we're in the car and i fart like i roll down the window i'm not gonna like suffocate him with it you know you and then like he'll up. be like fart. And I'm like yeah like Plan he knew because i rolled out, out i rolled down the window you know so it's like we try to be respectful of each other but if it happens like we're laughing about it you know 
Whenever he lets out a big fart, he's like, baby, be so proud of me. I had such a big fart today. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> you guys have like an award system? Not yet. <laughs> Not yet? You gotta work yeah. on that. Start giving out awards and like little, little. I was actually thinking about that because I was in Borders the other day and you know how they have those like little coupon books, like those cute little like. (laughs) Mm. Yeah, to get the stars, do that. Do it. You get two stars today. Good, good. Two solid ones. You can get get a demerit one though. Get, get demerits though. If that was a bad fart, that wasn't a good man (laughs) fart. You cover up one of his good stars. Nope. Taking one of your stars away. That was, that was, that was a bad fart. What what would be the prize of the reward? Oh, there though, you go. The end? Like if he got five, he got five uh, off. A hug. A fart in his face. <laughs> oh, that's a that's a reward. Yeah. That's, oh, a, right. that's a reward. Oh, that kind of relationship. <laughs> all right. Wow. <laughs> what happens when he gets in trouble? I don't know. You know, he's pretty well behaved, so I don't know. <laughs> okay, good, because yeah. he knows better. Because. He's maintained by the farts in the face. That's good. Well, it goes two ways, though, right? So, like, you would you get stars then, or or smiley faces, and then yeah, what's his reward to you? I don't, I don't know. Is it is it the same? Is this the same return favor? Because now now we're, now we know the relationship. This is good. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Plead the faith. I like it. I like it. So you're like, what the fuck are you talking about on that podcast? What are you talking about? That was too much info. Get over here. Get over here. <laughs> oh my god. Pretty uh, much, yeah. <laughs> good stuff. Well, that's a that's a good relationship. It is. So. With with your podcast, then do you have like farting Ooh, uh, ranking like system? I, we've been do you trying ask to guests get, to fart on, uh, or like a, we've like... been trying to get more people to submit fart like fart recordings, and I have a couple, and mm-hmm. I'm waiting until I get like a few more, and then I think I'm gonna play them on a show, and then we'll rate them like in front of the on a I like live. That. I like that, yeah. Do you believe in fecal mist? As in, do I believe it exists? Yes, like, do you think it's a? Yeah, that's a. Do you think it is? It is, it is a actual, or or is it a a shart of some sort? No, a fecal I, fecal mist would be a fart. You think they're same thing? Okay, yeah. okay, with that little bit of mint. Yeah. Okay. All right. Just wonder yeah. where it is. All right. Didn't know the science <laughs> of it. Because you are the expert. Like, are you talking about like the clouds that they no, get on I don't the infrared radar? I don't think that's real. That I wish I was real, but I, I don't think just that in general. infrared videos are real. Yeah. I gotta see no? that. No, because when you're looking at an infrared, um, the heat is usually like a lighter color, and on those, it's just like a black cloud. I think those are all fake, unless okay. there's new ones out that I haven't seen yet. But better cameras, yeah. technology, it's always moving. You don't think that, like, close, the clothes cool, it, cool down. it down enough? Go through the layers. I don't know. Or maybe just... Yeah. 
and then and that's why it comes out as like a black cloud a versus what kind of person you are or a grayish you. cloud whatever i'm a passionate person so my farts come out hot and ready you know okay wow but right. someone but someone who's dead inside or bitter I'm you dead know inside. cold ass hearts yeah, that's me too. That sucks. Mine just go down. Yeah. They don't go up or anything awesome. They just go down and sad. And then they come up later and then they haunt yeah, people. Yeah, and they just linger. They come up later. Oh no, it's they a fucking ghost. People. That's mine. That sucks. Yeah. One day, I'll get happy farts. <laughs> It would be like, um, uh, what is it? And ghosts? I lost it. Never mind. Yeah. When they, no, they not come, a, the, the not bad demons go and take people away. That's what I thought of as my farts. Remember the movie Ghost? You guys yeah. remember Ghost? The ghost comes and takes the guy down to hell. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are my farts. Yeah, yeah, those guys. <laughs> yeah, those are my farts. They, they, do that, yeah. they do that for your fart yeah. now too. No, no, no. They are the farts. The fart is those. No. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing. <laughs> I have nothing for that. God, I can't. <laughs> you just like Patrick. You put Patrick Swayze. Yeah, in the no, podcast. I know. What's That's your favorite reason? Patrick Swayze? Swayze is awesome. <laughs> Ghost. No, no, it's not. Oh, Roadhouse. Oh, you're dirty dancing. Roadhouse. Man. What? That's the guy answer. <laughs> but dirty dancing is good too. I like dirty dancing. Roadhouse. Okay. <laughs> well, that's what. You, that's how you deflect. That's how you deflect. Oh no, that's gay. Yeah, those are both yeah. pretty good. Interesting. What about you, Lexi? My favorite Patrick Swayze movie is actually Donnie Darko. Yeah. He's in that? Oh. Who was he in Donnie Darko? He was a motivational speaker guy. Oh, man. I gotta watch that again. It's a good movie. Because all I know, that's deep. But you're not... You, that, yeah, but that... You like Donnie Darko. That's not my favorite Patrick Swayze, Patrick Swayze movie. Out of like all the roles that he's played, that's my favorite one. Wow. Really? Do you know the movies that we yeah. said? Uh-huh. Or or I'm just yeah. curious. Okay. Because I just didn't know. Because <laughs> maybe you didn't see those and all you saw was Donnie Darko. I think yeah. she's more manly than both of us here. Yeah, hers was better than <laughs> ours. Perfect. Even though I haven't I don't know. But remember yeah, Donnie Darko is a really it. good movie too, so No, I've seen it. But it's been a while. I forgot him even being it. Was he a big yeah. role in that I mean, movie? yeah, he played a significant role. It wasn't like the lead role or anything, okay. but. Okay. Well, yeah, that was, that was what's his face? The... Uh, Gyllenhaal. Drew Barrymore is in it. Seth Rogen is in it. He's like a, he's like a supporting character, kind of. Huh. Oh, is that where, like, he got, he got a, a, a mark on it and then like a what a contribution thing on like IMDb um, where it's like yeah I was he in actually had a character a name oh yeah okay. J- Jim I have to Jim watch that Cunningham. it's been, it's been a while Darko again because that ways he played I have to look yeah, that up the Gyllenhaals are in it I mean, no not to check not to check your references but what I mean is I need to look it up to watch it again yeah James Duvall is in it Speaking of, of looking up 
we always like to do research on our guests, and I don't know if we really found it. Huh? Like trying to cancel we me. We did. I, well, we. <laughs> oh yeah, we have well, tons of dirt, dirt to cancel you. Not, not yet. Well, we had so much exactly fun. With you. We're, we're, trying not, to we're, do. Not gonna, we're not going to. We're not going to unleash ourselves already. We had so much fun. No, I don't want to know what I find out. No, my name's too common. A bunch of lawyers from Minnesota. Mark used to be a lawyer in Minnesota. Now, if I move the show, that's different, but myself. No. Uh, yeah, represented oh, yeah. Uh, the making of murder. One of them. That's why you fell asleep. Mark that Lost, born. obviously, but chestnut challenge. No, so huh. we wanted, yeah, with the just nut challenge. <laughs> That's the next challenge we're gonna do on the show. We're just gonna nut. She is friends with Josh. Josh yeah, does the same. He shit. does the same shit. Are you missing the stick that pokes us when Josh is around? That's he pokes why I us hate him so much because he does it right back to me, you know. And he's I feel like he's better yeah. at it. Like he's better at poking. Josh yeah. is really good at it. He's really, good, really at good at poking, poking you. Yep, so good. But he's a good hugger. No, but when we when we went to go look oh, you up, yeah. we found a, an IMDb. Uh, and I don't know if it's necessarily yours There's or no not. Yeah. It doesn't have a picture or anything. You were a writer or you were yeah. a producer? Uh, but there's like some something. Yeah. I used to have my picture up on there, That's but weird. then when I stopped paying for my pro account, they took it down, bitches. Uh-huh. Yeah. IMDb's yeah. jerk. Right? Well, that's how Amazon gets you. Amazon owns yeah, IMDb? They own everything. I'm trying well, to not use yeah, Amazon didn't anymore. That. I've actually been pretty good. But good luck with that. But there's that some going? stuff I can't find in a store. I'm so I order on Amazon. I am super find super in a store, I won't order on that's Amazon. That's how they're getting anymore. you. Wow. I'm impressed. Jeff Bezos, man. I don't trust that motherfucker. <laughs> no, I agree. I mean, he literally... He's... Well, he's not even running the ship anymore. He, he's making penis He's rockets. literally Dr. Yeah. Evil. Yeah, literally. Him and Bill Gates. Yes. He's bald. He's got the dick missile. Mm-hmm. He's trying to get to the moon. It's everything. Simpsons, man. I'm telling you. They predict everything. They call everything. Yeah, I know. It's the crystal ball of our world. Yeah. Got the huge fan of Simpsons. <laughs> That's the kind of world we live in. You want to see the future? Watch the this future. dumb cartoon. Episode, <laughs> episode twenty, episode season, season eleven, episode fifteen. Right? Every time you see numbers, repeating numbers, like you think you're, they're angel numbers, but they're actually like the seasons of the Simpsons, the Simpsons that you're supposed episode. to watch. Because <laughs> they're writing that shit down. <laughs> You think when they write and when they hire a writer, they're like, <laughs> yeah, must, uh, must have <laughs> yeah. fortune telling capability. Of course, yeah. Have you died before and come back to life? <laughs> must yeah. be able to read. Okay, cool. Oh, you're hired. Like, like they're all shamans. You've like all the, the Simpsons s- writers you've are seen like the other shamans. Side. <laughs> you've seen the other side. We, you can Maybe write they're for just us. like doing like ayahuasca or some shit while they're like writing. You know, like they probably just do mad drugs, and then they write <laughs> what they saw, and then. True. I believe it. Yeah. Everybody's in the room doing DMT. That's probably most writing rooms. Let's yeah. be real. Just you know? smoking DMT. That's funny. No, we so we stumble across this IMDb. Again, we don't know if it, if it's yours or not, but it has like credits of writing yeah, for uh, a rush hour series. 
Yeah, that's me. All right, so that must have went well for you. Yeah. Um, Can you tell us a little well? bit about that? When or? I first started kind of like working as a creative professionally, I was working for this company that um, made the content for all the Metro buses on um, in Los Angeles. So um, I like did editing, I did post-production, and did some content creation, and my one of the guys I worked with had a connect at uh, Universal Studios um, or Universal Records, and so we got in with like the press kits when people would come in town, all the press would come and interview the artists and stuff like that. So we got an in over at Universal, and so we came up with this music interview show called Rush Hour, and um, I got to interview some dope artists, and um, yeah, we worked, we produced that together, and made a little show out of it i think it was like five ten episodes or something like that okay was it did it have any type um of no we called it rush hour because you know it's on the bus and we would play it rush hour entertainment yeah. so maybe that's yeah. why it wasn't rush hour yeah. come on rush Mark. Hour entertainment. yeah I know, I know. Connect the dots was, here. I'm asking everyone questions. Everyone was on rush hour on the bus trying Chris, to get home. Was Chris Tucker there? <laughs> Chris, was Jackie Chan Jackie there? Jackie Chan was not there, but that's, I used to run into Chris Tucker at church all the time. Doing kung fu in the back. Yeah. Did? How'd that go? I mean, it oh was really? Like, it's like this huge, big black church on Crenshaw that everyone went to, and Chris Tucker would go there. Yeah. That's kind of cool. That's neat. <laughs> All right, we're going to wind it down. So what we normally do is we ask some three questions, random weird stuff that we normally ask. And uh, you just let us know if it's dumb or it's not or okay. whatever. We're just going to let you know and, and let us know what you think. So the first one, what is your favorite conspiracy? What conspiracy theory that you think okay, when you is say one favorite, that is probably true? When you say favorite... It doesn't have to be favorite. Just what is one that you think that is, huh, maybe. Like, I, what, like I'm one not that sure it's real or not, either. but kind of believe it. Yeah, the one that says, like, okay, that could be true. Like, for me, the moon, maybe, you know, them actually going to the moon. Eh, you know, who knows? Could have been, been, you know, could have been in the studio. I've been who knows? kind of open, a little bit more open-minded in the last year to the flat earth theory. Oh, beautiful yeah i mean no there are way. things that okay. totally don't make sense but then there are other things that do so which part um like i feel like the like you know the solar system supports around earth and like how how we see the sun and everything someone was trying to a flat earther was trying to explain to me like how how the sun really works with this flat earth and it didn't make sense to me so i can't get my head wrapped around that yeah but I feel like the moon is always in the same spot. So I look okay. at the sky a lot and I feel like the moon is always in the same spot. The stars are always in the same spot. So there are some things that are weird about that. Now, the other thing I've gotten obsessed with is Antarctica. Wow, you're, you're on point with yeah. us. So you must have hung out with the same guy we did. <laughs> but tell us more. Well, it's just what like, I've always been kind of like obsessed with Antarctica and like thought of it as like this des deserted place that you can't go to. It's just like ice Iceland and no one goes there. But then you're hearing about people that go there and they work in these like crazy warehouses. But like 
they never go anywhere else except where they where they work and where they camp. Then you hear about all these famous people mm-hmm. that are going there, but you've never heard about a resort in Antarctica. The only people that you know have gone there go there for work or military or, or like someone like really really famous. And it's like, what the fuck is happening mm-hmm. in Antarctica? And I have friends that have That's... like military, like Navy SEAL dads. And okay, tell me more. And I'm like, so and that their okay. dads have been to Antarctica. And I'm like, did your dad tell you anything about Antarctica? And he's like, no. And he won't. I'm like, you should ask him, like, on his dying, on his deathbed. He's like, he won't. He won't. Well, I mean, it's a patriot, I guess. But, yeah. It's more to secrecy. So. So. So, what do you, what, what do you think about the idea that these celebrities that you're you're mentioning or, or, or even gone. just you know uh, large secret billionaires are driving their yachts or sailing their yachts down to the green part of antarctica that not too many people really know it's just south of uh, south america uh if you're still going south at that point you may actually be going north because the world isn't flat it is round i, I don't know either way it there's a green part there. Billionaires are like parking their yacht, yacht at this little area and hanging out on a regular basis. Like if you Google this, this is like an actual theory that's going around and, and, and actually happening. There's photos and stuff. Do you think Probably. there's a pedophile island down there? Like they moved Jeff Epstein's it was place. Probably already, it was probably already there. I mean... Yeah. Or just oh, another yeah, one. Just another could be multiples. Yeah. So yeah, we, we we had somebody on who who brought up the Antarctica thing. Crazy enough. I don't know. A couple three months ago or so. And we heard this and we're like, oh wow, this is we never heard this one ever before. And a lot of it was like, hmm. This kind of yeah, makes and some I've been wanting some, to do more some research. Sense. On it. Possibility. I, 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 it's one of those things where I feel like I go down the rabbit hole when I'm supposed to go down the rabbit hole because there's lots of things that I, I hear. Like, I'll hear about it, and I'll just kind of keep it in the back of my mind, and then one day I'll yeah. go off the deep end, and I'll just start looking into everything. So I haven't yeah. really dove in a whole lot of research on my own in Antarctica, but just stuff about it has been coming to me. And one of the things that I've heard that I haven't looked into yet is that, you know, there's... Antarctica is a barrier to like the forbidden lands or like the secret lands and there's a bunch of other islands and countries and they have names and if you google it I actually looked up the map and um, there's a map and it ha- each island has a name and I haven't checked this out yet but there are like certain songs and scenes and movies and scripts where people are mentioning these islands and like going to these islands Wow. So I haven't looked into that part yet, but I was like, that's pretty, pretty interesting. And here, here's another, okay, just came to my head when you were saying that. The big thing now, they're saying like polar bears are leaving because they're losing their, their land, like their ice and everything, right? And they're not, they don't have their land. What if it's really because they're down there like building shit up and like take like, because you think of deforestation, yeah. right? You know, they're like, always moving all their animals and shit away. Maybe that's what's really happening. We just don't know about it because we think it's unhabitable and no one knows about it. They just think it's just one big block of ice. Maybe it's just melting away. Yeah. 
it's just going away but shit you never know yeah wow. and then um the other theory um with that that came along around the same time as when i started considering like maybe there's a flat earth is um the, um, the theory about all the trees like our so there's a theory that like our land is completely flat and all of our mountains are not mountains there's no such thing as mountains all of our mountains are the stumps of trees that have been cut down and the whole like theory of like giants and all this stuff but I've always been obsessed oh. with plateaus they never made sense to me and so like if you look at plateaus and you look at them from different angles or whatever it totally looks like a tree that's been chopped down huh so you think that 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 the element that makes a rock or a formation like a plateau could possibly be just a different version of yeah um, what we consider wood you know there's some conspiracy saying that there are things that we've been taught in science that are also a lie um you know like petrified wood for example and you know er like erosion and different things that we learn about um what is it called not geography um geology yeah geology yeah yeah. geology Geology. yeah the study of rocks Um, huh i mean i don't trust a lot of things these <laughs> days so i mean I, I i i totally i totally can grasp it i can totally grasp yeah. it i'm a, i'm when we get off I, i'm gonna share a video with you that i watched uh not that long ago it is it's a very long video so if you you have the time to watch it but it does kind of go into some of the flat earth stuff there's also a couple theories that they touch on where kids disappeared in the 1800s and they don't know what mm. happened to them uh, and it has to do still with flat earth uh, because there's a bunch of photos of cities everywhere around the world where just and they were just empty oh, yeah. like, where did everybody go great well now, I'm, now yeah. how am I going to sleep tonight guys damn it well, I mean think about it like there's still alright like, next question moving on Mayans, no more you know? scare they're still around aren't they yeah. Maya yeah, still sings doesn't she <laughs> oh wait didn't she pass away too Josh Harrison would appreciate this when he he hears this episode (laughs) would you take a one way trip to Mars one way Elon comes to you hey you you made you made the cut you're gonna go to Mars with us one way you're gonna go there you're gonna not a one day like you're gonna go one way so you don't come back you go there and you're gonna set up the new colony there's gonna be a new world Things are bad here. There's a flat Earth and Antarctica giants and kids Am are. Am I going to bring anyone with me? Typically, no. But we'll give you one extra ticket. Well, yeah, yeah it Southwest does. It's has a Southwest a deal going deal. on right No, it's an now, Amazon. Oh, it's an Amazon like, rocket. Okay. Hold on, Mark. It's Amazon will. rocket. Just one. Just one. Yeah, one person. That makes it tough, doesn't it? Well, I mean, it doesn't. But I mean, if I could bring one, oh, one okay. person that's oh. down to ride, ride and die with me, then yeah, it most likely be oh, my okay. boyfriend. Good. But yeah. it's like, are you down? Are you are you Very ride cool. or die? <laughs> We're going to Mars. <laughs> We're going to Mars. We're not coming back. And then if if it's all good <laughs> and we don't die, then you know we can hold on, send hold on. for gotta, our oh, family members know. to come. Uh, 
That's his. That's his punch card reward. Yeah. That's his punch card reward. Go to Mars with Elon Musk. I hope it works out. Bezos is gonna be there. On the yeah, uh, you're going to Mars on Jeff Bezos' rocket, his dick rocket, <laughs> with Elon Musk. I don't what know. Was I don't know why Dr. Elon's taking this. Servant's name? No, not Mel- not Melton. Number two. Was it number two? Number yeah. two? Yeah, because it was always poop. Is that Bill that's, Gates? That's number his two. Secondhand man. That wasn't his his servant. Oh, so number two is. Oh, so number two would be Elon. Because I think Bill Gates or, or Bezos has more money than he's everybody, right? So Bill Bezos, Ga- or Bezos is number like one. Doctor. Doctor Evil. So number two would be Elon or yeah. or Bill Gates. I don't know. I don't know who number two is money wise. But yeah, he would take one of those guys. Wait, is his name really Doctor Evil in The well, Simpsons? <sighs> No, Doctor Evil from Have you ever seen uh, Austin Powers? Yeah, yeah. That's who. That's who Bezos is. Oh, okay. If you ever, there's some memes that are out there, but yeah, they look. It looks. It's the whole thing. Like, even the rocket's the same. It's a dick rocket that he sent up to. Mm-hmm. Whatever, he did. Um. All right, our last one. What is one piece of information that you've learned that is illegal to know? Is there something that you've done that you've got away with that maybe people don't know about? Like we've heard of some insurance scams. We've heard of finding people who paint houses to do things for you. Stuff like that. Oh, there is one thing that I did that was like super illegal in college. Oh, okay. (laughs) I was actually thinking about this recently. I'm like, wow, I like literally like that's really bad. (laughs) I could have gotten a lot of trouble for that. I was working at this place at the mall and we had like a we had like a drawer that had you know lost credit cards and lost IDs and stuff and I stole one of the IDs and sold it to my friend as a as a fake ID. Well, we greatly appreciate that you came on the show. Do you want to th- this episode will probably drop about a month from now. Do you have any shows coming up or anything you want to drop or promote? Can you guys hear me? <laughs> yeah. This month, oh, I am doing a show at this place out in like Mary. Oh, that's Maricola. better than Mary Bell. <laughs> yeah, it's at like the Brit Tavern or something like that. So, yeah, I'm excited. It'll be fun. It's on the 17th. 17th at 7 p.m. The Grit, True Grit Tavern out in Very Maricola. cool. Copa, Arizona. Copa Cabana. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, again, we really appreciate that you came on. Yeah, Amigos. Thanks for having me. This has been the Amigos PC. Make sure to like, subscribe, and review us on all your podcasting platforms. And visit us at AmigosPC.net. Get our entire library of content and Amigos merch. Till next time. Adios. What's with Mountain Dew? 
Mountain Dew is like a zipline of incredible flavor directly into your brain. Mountain Dew is like getting punched in the mouth with pure neon refreshment that creates a neural explosion sending flavor shards of electric brain pulses into your very core of being. Okay, maybe that's a little over the top, but you get the idea. The fact is, the mind-bending challenge of describing the taste of Mountain Dew is way harder than just experiencing it. That, of course, is easy. Just grab an ice-cold dew, crack it open, and toss them back. Mountain Dew. Do the do.